Welcome to Craft of Code, a podcast brought to you by Linode that explores the stories of developers, entrepreneurs, and enterprises of all sizes from all over the world who share our mission to make cloud computing simple, affordable, and accessible to all. Welcome to the Craft of Code. Our guest today is Sabas Ayisi Lau. Sabas is a digital creator, a game developer, and a music producer. Those in the community know him as Savi, a full-stack software developer with a passion for creating useful software to help improve our daily lives through the power of code. He often finds himself engineering hardware as well, such as printed circuit boards and 3D prints. And you can regularly found, find him tinkering with Arduino and Raspberry Pi boards to make all sorts of cool stuff. Some of Savi's most notable projects include Degore, The Five Chapters, and SCP United. Welcome to the podcast, Savvy. Hi, Mike. Thanks for having me. So tell our listeners a little bit about what Degore is and what it does. Okay, so Degore is a content moderation system I have built, which harnesses the power of artificial intelligence and machine learning for automatic content moderation in online communities. The system is designed to scan images sent by users on online platforms in order to automatically detect and remove explicit and illicit content, making sure that the appropriate parties are notified all in under a second. Our service is currently available on the Discord platform with plans to expand to a multitude of other platforms in the near future as well. Digor is currently protecting well over 900,000 users in thousands of communities around the world. Not only does this help prevent users from being exposed to harmful content, but it also helps protect marginalized groups from, from targeted attacks. And that's a uh, we know that is a, a very important and um, a very important topic right now uh, in, today, in today's world. So let's talk a little bit about why and how you created uh, Degore uh, and a little bit more about your amazing background, because you've got some killer background here. Yeah, so this whole idea came to mind after I unwillingly stumbled upon a not-so-pleasant animated gore gif which a member had sent in an online community, which was disgusting, to say the least. A while later, the image was deleted manually by a moderator. But that's when I thought to myself, what if I could automate this? And why isn't this thing, why isn't this already a thing on Discord? So after spending a while trying to find an auto-moderation image solution to no avail, I decided it was time to create my own. Now, since there weren't any other existing solutions for image moderation on Discord, there wasn't exactly anywhere I could take ideas and inspiration from. This was arguably the most challenging part. You know, coming up with the whole structure of an AI image moderation bot from scratch was pretty tricky, and it had some obstacles that needed to be overcome, most notably scaling our service. Now, by the point where Digor was scanning images sent by about 100,000 users, that's when our existing hosting providers simply couldn't keep up with their fast growth. We initially hosted our service on other platforms, but those solutions began to get expensive really quickly and simply didn't offer everything we needed to keep scaling up at this pace. Running both an image classification AI, hashing algorithms, and many other background processors, all whilst remaining performant, are incredibly tricky and are demanding tasks. That's why after talking to the Linode support team, we made the switch to Linode's cloud and have since never looked back. From your fast support and flexible flexible and simple onboarding experience to your incredibly performant servers, we've been able to scale up as needed with practically zero downtime. 
Throughout the years of using your service, some of my favorite features of Linode have to be your server migration, the live server migration, which keeps downtime to a minimum during maintenance, gigabit network speeds, which are crucial to keeping our servers performance, performant, and the Lassie Watchdog service, which keeps our servers online. So what makes, you know, scale is, scale is obviously a, a big thing. Um, right now, especially because you can't plan for it, right? So what makes the Gore's approach different than how things are currently done? Yeah, so at the Gore, I always strive to push the limits of what's possible to achieve with content moderation. Keeping communities safe is our number one priority, hence why implementing cutting edge and new innovative features is key to our success. Keeping the service available 24-7 is just as important, and it's crucial that Digor doesn't miss any attacks, as well as bad actors. Digor is also the most accurate AI content moderation service compared to the competition, with our tests scoring a 97% success rate compared to other solutions. I plan, on, I plan on continuing to set new standards of what is to be expected by quality content moderation in online communities. So walk me through a, if you will, a uh, typical scenario of Dagora in action. How does it, you know, how does it start off and what triggers it? Sure. Uh, so let's say a bad actor attempts to send a vile Gore image in a community on Discord. As soon as the image is sent, Dagora grabs the image's direct link, sends it both to the AI as well as other algorithms and has it processed. Dagora makes use of multi-threading, which enables the service to handle incredibly heavy loads in case of a mass scale targeted attack. Now, Digor's AI will then flag the image to contain Gore content and instantly will spring into action. Depending on the configuration set by the community's administrators, Digor will simply delete the image sent by the user and may also prevent the user from sending messages or even remove the user permanently from the community. Although this is an incredibly complex task, I've spent a while optimizing Digor to perform all of this, as I mentioned before, in under a second to keep you know, exposure to a minimum. So I want to go back to the technology that you're using because I imagine that you know everything you're saying feels like it is very heavy, right on the back on the back end. Uh, and I know you, everybody likes to keep things simple, and the work and the work that you do is important. So let's talk about some of that technology that that you are you, that you're deploying back there. Uh, everything you know, you've made the decision that it's cloud it's cloud based. I'm sure. Uh, talk to me a little bit more about that. Yeah. So. I mean, simply one of the most important aspects of hosting our service on the cloud is just how easy it is to scale. You know, within seconds, we're able to get much larger uh, servers on demand. And generally, all the heavy lifting is done by Linode's powerful servers, which handle it with ease. There are also a multitude of other options, such as storage buckets, which come in handy when we need to store extra data, as well as um, something that I'm personally really looking forward to, the, um, you know, continuing to add um, managed host, the, continuing to expand your managed hosting, you know, with your databases. That's really exciting. And generally, Digor is developed primarily in Node.js with JavaScript. And we make a use of, mul of a multitude of technologies, such as Docker for deployment, PM2 for process management, worker threads for load balancing, MongoDB for our database which this is what I'm really looking forward to be to be added to the nodes managed databases. And there's lots more going on behind the scenes. Our latest AI that's being prepared will either be trained using TensorFlow or fast AI. So you, you mentioned earlier, you know, something that I think a lot of people take for granted when they when we think about cloud computing uh, is the network. 
right? And the pa- and the power of a network. Linode's always had a very a very strong net a very strong network. Sort of sets us apart from a lot of other a lot of other cloud providers by the way that we built it. Uh, and now you know in March we were acquired. You know, Linode was acquired by Akamai, which when you talk about scale, we're talking planetary scale with a company with a company like Akamai. Let's talk a little bit about a bit about the the network aspect of you know, Degore's requirements and how you're doing that. Yeah, of course. So Degore, because we're scanning images at the end of the day, it is, we get a lot of uh, just data going through um, the network from, um, you know, when we grab the image that obviously takes takes up quite a bit of, um, you know, data, as well as when we're transmitting um, just generally within the servers and, it, it's quite demanding, and that's why, honestly, the 40 gigabit inbound tra- transfer speeds that Linode has are amazing, and it really, like, it, it has a really noticeable difference when we've tested it in the, from compared to our previous hosting providers. So, and one more thing that I'd like to add that is really helpful with Linode's network is the private IPs, which are, again, incredibly handy and critical for when we have multiple servers communicating between each other. And generally, it's it's crucial to have a fast uh, network between both the data centers and the internet in general. So the other thing you mentioned that goes hand in hand it was cost, right? Is being able to to get the performance that you need at a cost that is that is doable. <laughs> this is the is the is the right is the right word to use. Uh, the you know the word that we hear so so often in the industry, they're the pain that everybody hears is egress fees. Uh, is that something that you is that something that you run into as well? Well, in the past, honestly, the this is a problem with you know many other providers is that the, you pay the price as you grow and as you scale. At the end of the day, you know things get incredibly more expensive and at an exponential rate. So that's why I love you know the fixed pricing that Linode offers. We, it really helps with planning our you know, running costs for the month. And it's just incredibly good to know that also in case we need to scale, this will be the, the added cost. But generally, it's incredibly affordable compared to other services. And we couldn't be happier. That's great. Now, again, I'm going to go into another part that you mentioned that I think a lot of people overlook as well. Uh, because we are, we're so in tune to the to the bits and the bytes and the and the code, and we forget about sometimes or we overlook the human aspect of this, and that is the issue of support, right? Having support available, how has that worked for? How has that worked for you? And what do you? And I guess you know the other part is what do you look for out of a you know when you're working with a provider to be able to support your business? Well, the first thing we're looking for when we're getting support from a provider is fast response time, and also just being talking to a human. These are the two most important aspects, in my opinion. And both are really like fully met by Linode, and we're really pleased with what we've gotten. Like we, whenever we've needed any support, whether it has to do with our servers or advice, we've just reached out and created the ticket. And your, your support team is incredible. They've, they've provided us human support that's been really quick. And we've gotten t- tickets resolved in literally less than a day. And especially for critical, um, whenever there's a critical issue that we may need to discuss, they're right there. And it's it's amazing. It's not something you get on many other providers. 
I don't. I think I don't. I don't think we're used to that across the board, whether it's cloud providers or uh, yeah. or anything that we work with. Exactly. It's not just cloud providers. There's, you know, the problem is pretty general. You know, it's it's rare to find a, a company with such good service. So where are you going to take Degore from here? Where does Degore go from here? So we're planning on just generally, as I mentioned before, um, expanding to other platforms. Some other platforms that we're hoping to expand on are Microsoft Teams, Gilded, potentially. And at the end of the day, we just want to provide this quality moderation to as many, com- to, to, you know, gen- generally as many communities as possible around the world. I'd love to, you know, push our plans further and go provide community moderation for um, potentially a whole platforms. So... Uh, you know, just integrate Digor's AI into entire platforms as a whole. We could also love to use it for universities, college campuses, for instance, to help prevent exploitation and many other, you know, large issues with, that have to do with, you know, online content being sent. Can can see that starting to play out right now with those needs with things like Mastodon and the Fediverse. Yep. <laughs> Exactly. There's honestly the generally the online community with just the, the the online net in a sense with so many new rapidly advancing technologies. This this is going to become a necessity if not already. So one of the things and like the end of here, right? One of the things that we try to do with the craft of code uh, with this podcast is to humanize the code that we all that we all build and humanize the techno- technology. So. What, are, what sort of advice would you give based on everything that you've learned throughout your career and in building Tagore that you would give to a fellow entrepreneur or, an, or, a, or a developer? That's a, really good, uh, that's a really good question, and I'd love to give my take on this. So generally, the, the most important thing is to, if there's something that you believe is you know, if, if there's something that you really believe in and something that you believe in that can succeed, as long as you do the right research and you plan it well and, you know, are ready to go for it, I'd say just go for it. There's not much you can lose. And most equally important is to never give up. It's important to stay determined. There will be generally pretty dark moments at sometimes with with a company. It comes with everything, especially as an entrepreneur. But as long as you push through those hard times, there are much brighter days ahead that you will 100% reach, you know. Yeah. Brighter days ahead is always a good thing to reach for. I love that. Savi, thank you so much for joining us today on on the Craft of Code podcast. If people wanted to reach out to you or learn more about what you're doing with Degore, where can they reach? They can either reach out to me via my socials, also my portfolio website at SavvyDev.me, uh, or through our website over at Digor. Just shoot us an email, a uh, message through the site directly, or just contact me anywhere uh, on my socials at SavvyDev06. Savvy, thank you so much. Thanks, Mike. I really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to Craft of Code. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, please subscribe to make sure you're the first to hear when we release future episodes. And we'd love it if you left a review. 